strange. Thus twice before and just at this dead hour, with Marshal Stork had thee gone by our watch. In what particular thought to work I know not, but in the gross and scope of my opinion, this bodes some strange eruption to our state. Good now, sit down and tell me, he that knows, why this same strict and most observant watch so nightly toils the subject of the land. Why such daily cast of brazen cannon and foreign mark for implements of war? Why such impressive shipwrights, whose sore task does not divide the Sunday from the week? What might be toward that this sweaty haste doth make the night joint labourer with the day? Who is that can inform me? That can I. At least the whisper goes so. Our last king whose image even but now appeared to us, was, as you know, by Fortinbras of Norway, thereto pricked on by a most emulate pride, dared to the combat, in which our valiant Hamlet, for so this side of our known world esteemed him, did slay this Fortinbras, who, by a sealed compact, well ratified by law and heraldry, did forfeit with his life all those his lands which he stood seized of to the conqueror. Now, sir, young Fortinbras, of unimproved metal, hot and full, hath in the skirts of Norway, here and there, sharked up a list of lawless resolutes for food and diet to some enterprise that hath a stomach in it, which is no other, as it doth well appear unto our state, but to recover of us by strong hand and terms compulsatory those foresaid lands so by his father lost. And this, I take it, is the main motive of our preparations, the source of this, our watch, and the chief head of this post-haste and rummage in the land. Oh, I think it be no other but e'en so. Well may it sort that this portentous figure comes armed through our watch, so like the king that was, and is the question of these wars. Oh, a mote it is to trouble a mind's eye. <laughs> but soft behold, lo, where it comes again. I'll cross it, though it blast me. Stay, Luton! If thou hast any sound or use of voice, speak to me. If there be any good thing to be done that may to thee do ease and grace to me, speak to me. If thou art privy to thy country's fate which happily foreknowing may avoid, O oh speak! Or if thou hast abhorred in thy life extorted treasure in the womb of earth, for which they say you spirits oft walk in death, speak of it! Stay and speak! Stop it, Marcellus! Shall I strike it with my partisan? Do if it will not stand! Tis here! Tis here! Tis gone! We do it wrong, being so majestical to offer it the show of violence. For it is as the air invulnerable, and our vein blows malicious mockery. It was about to speak when the cock crew. And then it started like a guilty thing upon a fearful summons. But look, the morn in russet mantle clad walks o'er the dew of yon high eastward hill. Break we our watch up, and by my advice, let us impart what we have seen tonight unto young Hamlet. For upon my life, this spirit dumb to us will speak to him. Do you consent we shall acquaint him with it, as needful in our loves, fitting our duty? Let's do it, I pray, and I this morning know where we shall find him most conveniently.
though yet of Hamlet our dear brother's death the memory be green, and that it us befitted to bear our hearts in grief and our whole kingdom to be contracted in one brow of woe, yet so far hath discretion fought with nature that we with wisest sorrow think on him together with remembrance of ourselves. Therefore our sometime sister, now our queen, the imperial jointress to this warlike state, have we as twere with a defeated joy.